Welcome to the Think Like a Champion podcast, the podcast where we reveal the mental strategies of elite performers so that you can apply them to your own life and raise your own game. I'm your host, Trevor Moad. On this episode of Think Like a Champion, I am joined by the exceptional coach, Tara Vanderveer, one of the greatest women's and men's basketball coaches of all time. She has the most wins in women's basketball history and is projected to pass Coach Krzyzewski's record in just two years, which means she's currently on track to be the winningest coach in the history of college basketball. Incredible. She wins over 82% of the time, and her most recent win was, yes, the Women's National Championship in the middle of the pandemic. Today, we're actually going to talk through about getting to the top through great leadership. Coach, this is Trevor. How you doing? Trevor, I'm just awesome. How are you? Fantastic. Well, listen, we're kind of focusing on, uh, I think, a fantastic topic for our audience today, just more or less leadership. And, you know, like, how do you develop that uh, within your players? Uh, obviously, some people naturally have it, but, you know, when they don't, mm-hmm. businesses, young people that are looking to evolve and get better, you know, how, how, do, you, how do you help people get better there? Well, I think uh, leadership is a skill the same way maybe shooting is a skill, you know, uh, passing or defense. Um, you know, it's a skill. It's something that is, I think you can learn the skill. So I think it starts with integrity, um, doing things correctly. Uh, you know, you're in the ocean and, uh, you know, you're in a, an, an uncomfortable situation and you someone knows how to get out and you, you want to follow them. Um you know, so it's, it's uh, you know, if you're in the woods, who knows the way out? If you're in the ocean, who knows how to sail? I mean, just basketball or anything you're in, it's looking to the people that know what they're doing and doing it correctly. And then, you know, understanding, okay, I want to learn how to do that. Or, and I want to lead the way to, you know, have that be successful. And leaders are people that can deliver. You know, one question I wanted to ask, uh, um, how, how have you built your staff? You know, that's a huge part of really any organization, uh, any team, um, you know, getting talented people. Well, our, you know, we're allowed to have um, a total of four coaches, myself and three uh, assistant coaches. And I do have a hierarchy. And then the rest of our staff, uh, it, you know, will be people that I, I might hire some and then they're hired and given, you know, assigned to me. Um, but we're all, I think we work very well together. Uh, we emphasize uh, communication. Uh, we, we talk to each other a lot. Um, you know, if things get me- mixed up, um, you know, we, we just, uh, we have a mutual respect for each other and admiration and we're all about the same thing. We're all in on wanting to be very successful. So, so obviously hard work, integrity are some of the non-negotiables, but uh, like, how are you different now maybe than you were when you started? Well, I, I definitely think I'm more confident now. You know, I think nothing succeeds like success. When you're successful at something, you that builds your confidence. Um, but I, I always have been a, a lifetime learner. I really am a curious person, and you know, so I, I think that you know maybe when I was younger, um, I was a little more impatient. And maybe now I'm just more relaxed. Uh, I used to just work, 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 and I I love it and I enjoyed it. But now I I, I pace myself better. You know, this was a. It's hard to even define this year. Um, how did you find a way to get you know to win a title? 
you know, between vaccines and, you know, elections. I mean, just all sorts of stuff. Give us, you know, just a little bit of insight, like how you navigated through, you know, particularly managing 17 to 22 year olds. We did weekly Zooms um, with our team and, and, and invited people like yourself to help with our motivation because we, we needed people to take ownership of their, of their own improvement. You know, um, you know, whatever you're in, you know, you have got to be your own coach a little bit too. We had people that, you know, they found a way to get in a gym. They found a way to even train at a pool. They, you know, just help their conditioning. They, they, they got creative and, you know, went out and bought weights and put them in their basement that they never had before. Um, you know, we, we talk a lot about this idea of being neutral, that, you know, negative is almost 70 times more powerful than positive. How did you try to minimize the negativity as best you could uh, within your organization? Because we knew that really no other teams were practicing or playing. We knew we were really fortunate. Um, we really tried to enjoy every minute we were in the gym. I think I turned up the music louder just on purpose, you know, just to say, hey, we're here. And we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have a great day today, um, and we you know we made a big circle six feet away from each other uh, every day. We talk about you know be you know let's 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 be healthy tomorrow and, and get to play tomorrow. Um, I think basketball or sports should be fun, you know. So you know we 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 turn on the music. I mean we play hard, we work hard, we want to improve. But the fun is being successful. And, you know, to see the improvement that we had with our young players was really, really exciting. You know, at, at, at Limitless Minds, we're kind of always studying, you know, the sort of different, different levels of success. Um, and one of the things that we're seeing in football, even in business, you know, people aren't going to jobs for eight years anymore. And, you know, when you recruit these five stars, uh, these top high performers as any business does, and there's not a spot for them right away. How, how do you manage that coach? Uh, really talented people, which of course you want, uh, but there's only, you know, five people on the court and certainly there's only one ball. You know, Trevor, I think that that's where your young players have to look to your older players and get, get some good mentorship, some good guidance we we do live in a world of instant everything, you know, instant oatmeal. You want to know something, go to Google, you know, instant. You get it right away. You call Amazon, you know, you're on their prime and you get it delivered right away. And I, I think that, you know, instant, instant success is also a, a bad thing. If someone can come in right away and be a great player without without putting in the hard work, they don't understand the process. And I think you've got to enjoy the journey of getting better. Uh, and and work at that every day. And we really emphasize improvement um, and take ownership of your own improvement. Um, and you know, so, and we have great examples of people that have stayed with with it, and in fact, then enjoy you know going to the final four, winning a national championship. Tell me a little bit, coach, about uh, just sort of the whole idea of educating these young people, and really just this idea of equality. And building not just great performers, but great people. Well, I think if you, you know, if you're committed to excellence, then like what, what, what I think we try to talk about with our team is every day is a championship practice. Every day, every communication that you're making, every behavior is a communication. 
Every time you're doing something, you're communicating to your team, I'm giving my best, or I'm going to just slop through this drill. You know, this is something I think COVID really taught us. Don't take things for granted. Don't assume you're going to go to practice. Don't assume you're going to get to play games. You know, that can all be taken away from you, the snap of a finger. So today, maximize yourself today. Be the best person you can be today. And those little todays add up. You know, when you, when you string 10 together, when you string, you know, a year together or two years together. And what you have to do is I think you have to establish for yourself that, you know, your, your personal standard for how you do things. You know, are you going to accept, uh, things, uh, you know, done correctly? Uh, done well, or are you going to accept shoddy workmanship from yourself? You know, uh, a great insight I heard that I think relates to a lot of things, Coach Saban said that the opponent may change, the standard doesn't. Uh, what, what does that mean to you? Well, I, I never feel that we're ever competing against anyone else. We're competing against ourselves to be the best that we can be. So the standard is, you know, you, you just don't, you know, you don't do things sloppy. You, you don't, you're not lazy. You, you're sharp. You're into it. You're excited about doing things correctly. Um, uh, I'm, I talked to this one man one time. He is a, a plastic surgeon and he does, he does reconstruction surgery of people's face. And he said to me, he said, Tara, I can't have a bad day. And that really stuck with me because, you know, if he does a bad job on someone's face, they're going to live with that the rest of their life. Right. You know, so, uh, and, and in some ways, we are all plastic surgeons. You know, we might not be doing that exactly, but we're putting our stamp on whatever we do every single day. Uh, you know, a unique year. How did you deal with equality and a lot of these issues with such unique personalities, uh, obviously for years? You know, one of the great things that has come out of this past year uh, is the fact that student-athletes, are they're they're taking a stand. They're using their platforms as student athletes to, whether it's you know put on Twitter or Instagram, you know whether it's Black Lives Matter things or any you know they're letting people know this is not okay, and we are going to stand up for right. And whether it's coaches or teams, uh, I think that that was a big part of our year. On top of that, we dealt with the. Uh, gender issue, the gender inequality, the the disparity at the NCAA tournament. And so in some respects, you know Oh, with the with the weight rooms and all I mean just exactly. from the little things to the massive things. Exactly. Yep. You know, so you know gender equity or equity is that like, you know, if we had a pie and I cut it, you know, you get, you know, your piece is as good as mine. I mean, you and I would trade places and, and like what the other person has. And, uh, the men, women's tournament, the men would not have liked, you know, they would not have liked, uh, the, the, uh, the small weight room we have. Uh, they would not have liked, um, you know, not being able to go outside or getting antigen tested or the swag bags or the food. So there were so many things. I mean, you know, not having, I mean, there are so many things that we're diving into right now uh, that just are basically just totally sexist. And that's what hopefully those are changes that will be made. A uh, couple couple things. When, when players or coaches are going through personal challenges, w- which we all do, uh, 
How do you help manage that? I think the best thing I can do is help our players, help our staff get good, you know, get resources, Um, refer them to a specialist. You know, I think the, the thing that I can do is have a really work to have a positive culture, you know, work on our, our team culture of being uh, positive, encouraging, our staff being uh, demanding, uh, but not ever demeaning. Um, so making it be, I think, a very positive environment for our team to train and, and, and grow. Um, you know, so that's, I think that's really important to enjoy the process of getting better and doing it together. So, but um, there are times where everyone has things they have to deal with. So uh, we want our team to always know that as a staff, we're there for them. Well, I think that's fantastic. You know, if if there was one thing, uh, you know, because it's interesting, cause, but I think people don't understand with sports coach, it's almost like a human resources process, like hiring. You know, it's not like you're always hiring five stars and the very best. You've got you've to put together that great team. Um, what advice would you give people in the business world about building that team? Well, I think that in hiring, um, you know, if you if you hire people that are just like you, you're not go- you're going to miss out a lot on other people's ideas, uh, their i you know their background, their ability to contribute. Um, I I would like I would want to be um, I'd want to be very inclusive. I'd want to have people that challenged me every day that bring different ideas. I think diversity is a real a real key to a successful team, you know, where you have people that have different backgrounds, uh, that see the world differently than you do, or maybe have had different uh, life experiences. Um, and, and I think that, you know, just uh, really uh, valuing people in, in your organization, you know, that uh, for us, uh, that, you know, we needed everyone to be, to win a national championship. We had, uh, you know, we'd have starters, maybe starters come out. We had a concussion with someone and everyone has got to be ready to, to step up, you know. You, you know, a, a couple more questions, coach. Uh, how has collaboration helped you over the years? Well, you know, uh, Trevor, I'm, I'm, I'm a real copier. You know, in sports, uh, you can watch someone else's plays or things they do, and you can copy them without having to have a, uh, you know, copyright uh, infringement or, you know, violating a patent. Um, You know, so in sports, we can get away with things that maybe they can't get away with in business. But um, I like to learn from other, you know, people in academics, um, reading about education. How do people learn? How do they remember things? What's the best way to teach things? Um, so it's, I think it's a, you know, lifelong, lifelong learning. Um, and the collaboration is working with other people, not thinking that you have all the right answers or all the ideas. Well, coach, one of the things Russ and DJ and Harry and kind of the crew of us at, at uh, Limitless Minds, certainly as part of this audible process, talk about nothing really happens by accident. How would you define what's the, what's the key aspect to uh, a mindset of a champion? I guess the, the, the mindset of a, a champion is not about the number of wins. Um, it's connecting with the, the people that you work with on a day-to-day basis. It's enjoying the day, the moment, the, the you know, so the, if you win a championship and you can't even stand the people you're working with, you know, or you're unhappy 
about, you know, whatever. I mean, it's not even fun. So it's, it's really the enjoyment. I think your memory is grooved by the emotions that you have and the great emotion that you have of doing things together. Um, you know, championships in what I'm in are, are not individual sport. It's a team sport. It's everyone, uh, feeling a part of it and being successful and really having a, a fun experience. Coach, thank you so much again. Uh, if you could tell just one thing about being a leader, uh, what would you share with our audience? You know, um, in thinking about being a leader, the job needs done. So I have to do it. You know, as the head coach, I can't turn to, you know, our manager and say, you do it. I have to do it. Um, I think being being a leader is a job and, and, and it's uh it's something that you have to accept and recognize that in our world, we need people to step up and, and not, not always think that someone else is going to do it. I'll, I'll just give you a little example. I was in the airport. My flight was totally delayed. And I'm standing with a, a bunch of other people. The airport is packed. And there was an older man that was in a wheelchair that was at the wrong gate. And the gate agent didn't know how to handle it because he had to board the plane and this man had to get to the other uh, other gate that was like, you know, through massive people and no one was going to do anything. So I turned to the person next to me and I said, hold my bag, I'll be right back. And I just went up and took the wheelchair and wheeled him over to the gate, you know, and it's like it needed done. And that's leadership needs done. So you have to step up and do things. And it's leadership is work and you can't be afraid of work. Uh, that's, that's, uh, that's how I think of it. And we, we need people to not be afraid. You might, you might make mistakes being a leader, but not being afraid to, to give it the very, your very, very best try. That, that's awesome. You know, a lot of people, Coach, think it's an adjective, but it really is a verb. And I think that's incredible. Thank you so much to, to all of you who've uh, spent time on Audible and had an opportunity uh, to, to learn from an exceptional leader, person, uh, and somebody whose outcomes are incredible. But I think what we learned today, whose process is even better. All the best. <laughs>